Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. On Thanksgiving, I right now see sunshine, but I see it chilly. Is there any chance yeah. it warms up out of the 40s? Um, it looks like we may stick around there. I so mean, but there's no. still a chance. We have, look at you. Look how political you were in that. Look how politically you answered that question. You wouldn't just tell me no. <laughs> I wouldn't, no. Yeah. That makes it rough. That, make, that makes the after-dinner cigar very, very difficult. Ooh, if, yeah, that would be. Well, then now, I'm building right now. I'm adding on it? to the house so I, know I don't have to go outside anymore. We're doing a whole room dedicated Ooh. studio space and cigars because I, I have decided I know how I want to live. But it's not done yet, so okay. therefore I'm going to have to come up with a strategy. Well, you just take you, you have you hold a bourbon in the other hand. Well, of course you hold a bourbon in the other hand. What this isn't communist Russia, <laughs> of course. Okay. Well, shouldn't what, the bourbon warm I, you up? I I don't think you understand how this works. <laughs> <sighs> We're gonna have to have Tara Hastings over one year for Thanksgiving. Show her how it's done. Sure. I need to know. Yes. Oh, uh, the, the 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 brisket is being acquired. This is this is going Ooh. down in real time. That's right. Brisket for Thanksgiving. I don't know about you people. Oh, we we're, do a we're not going turkey this year. I don't know what You're we're going to do, but we may do steaks. I don't know. Yeah. Jonathan, would you please? <laughs> Could I get a little applause for Tara Hastings doing a steak? <laughs> Thank you. God bless America. That's the way you should. <laughs> Do it, but if you if you get my book, let's go barbecue. It'll tell you how to do a turkey if you want to smoke one. It it will show you how it's done. Ooh. We, we we took I care will. of that. We took Good. we did take care of that. So it's there for you. I've said too much. That's it. That's Tara Hastings from Wish TV. Tara, thank you. Thirty eight degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is seven oh eight. steak is a better choice than turkey. Now, I understand it. You can be all letter, Kenny. You don't blank with tradition. I get what you're saying. But it doesn't have to be the only thing on the table. Should we get this out of the way now? I'm happy to get this out of the way now. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Steak is a superior choice for Thanksgiving than turkey. Said it, meant it, fight me. Now, tradition, that doesn't mean you can't have some turkey on the table. But go, if, if, if you're concerned, go with a turkey breast. It's okay. You can get a taste of the nostalgia, but you can do the better thing. Uh, Framo. Framo, is that your name? On, on, the, on the X Twitter, going prime rib or beef wellington this year. Now, beef wellington's a whole different thing. Right? A little beef and crout. That's, picture, picture this, this, is it, is it tenderloin? Inside a puff pastry. Oh, beef Wellington is is not easy to do. Practice before you make that. Don't just walk into Thanksgiving being like, this is what we're making. Practice that. Practice 
that first. Oh, it's, oh, when done right, it is beautiful. Another great one to do, again, this goes with the whole Italian side of, of the family here in, 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 in the Katz family because my wife is Italian. Um, and uh, so ever since we uh, uh, started dating, married, uh, eggplant parmesan is on the table. I didn't. I didn't grow up with eggplant parm on on the table, but boom, there there it is. Um, if you want to stick with that theme, something that does work and is actually pretty easy, brajol. Uh, if you're looking uh, for a recipe, b r is it b r a i c o l e, brajol. Basically, you're taking a a flank steak, and pounding it thin, and then it's a mixture of. Uh, Italian breadcrumbs and uh, provolone and 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 and, and Romano cheese uh, and pine nuts and parsley, and you're putting it in there, and then you make it into a pinwheel. And you use the, the the string to to tie it up, and then you brown it on all sides, and then uh, you cover it with sauce in, in like a cast iron skillet, and then put it in the oven. So it is a super easy thing to do. Super easy, and then you cut it on on on, on the on the bias, right? Cut it a little bit of an angle, and uh, you 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 slice it like like an inch inch and a quarter thick, and you'll create these pinwheels. And it look it looks beautiful, it plays beautiful, it's delicious, becomes uber tender. That's a great one to do for Thanksgiving. Brajol is terrific. Prime rib, uh, of course, anytime, anywhere, uh, you bet. But don't walk into Thanksgiving saying, I'm going to do a beef wellington without practice. That is a practice thing to do. Otherwise, somebody is ordering pizza. And uh, and yes, uh, Jamie, uh, on, on Twitter, we do um, eggplant parm for Thanksgiving. So what, no f***ing ZD now? I know. I know. It's disappointing. It's disappointing, but it's true. You know what? We'll put ZD on the table. For you, Jamie. For you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. for the Republican Party to be the next president of the United States, and yet the person who's actually beating them by 30, 40, 50, depending on the state, points, is not there. Yeah. And who, other than Chris Christie, though not as much as you would expect, are not throwing any punches at the guy. As if they have all these 91 knives at their disposal there from his, you know, his indictments. Yeah. And they don't use them. What do you think is happening with those folks? Those folks, I think, all know that what they are competing for is the silver medal. That they're really, they're fighting each other to come in second in the Republican presidential primary. There is no second prize. I don't believe that to be true, but I get that that is an argument. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Rachel Maddow on with Stephen Colbert. I, Colbert is not someone to be listened to or, 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 or trusted by by any stretch I, I i wouldn't but i think that that commentary from rachel maddow who at least plays in this field and you notice you're starting to hear more of her she wanted to walk away from msnbc detach from msnbc uh but msnbc's ratings got hurt by it and now you're seeing more of her i don't know if this is a way back or, or whatever's going on but i'm not so sure that it is competition for a silver medal. I don't think that 
everybody not named Trump is competing to be vice president. I've never seen it that way, and I, I, I don't think others should either. What they are competing for is a theory. They're competing based on a theory, and the theory is, is that the numbers lie. That's the, that's the, the theory. That the poll numbers that have Trump up by 30, 40, 50 lie. Or that, yes, indeed, somehow one of these indictments is going to land Trump in jail, and that's going to be the end of the ballgame. You need an insurance policy. Now, I have said before that I pay attention to what the numbers say, but I don't believe them. I'm going to wait for what Iowa has to say. I was on with Sean Spicer yesterday. Uh, he had done an interview with Vivek Ramaswamy, and we were commenting on it myself and a fellow radio host out of Philadelphia, Chris Tegall. And I, and I stated uh, quite clearly that I'm waiting to see, hear what Iowa has to say. I'm not trusting the, the, the polling. I know what it says. I think it's important to recognize what it says. But trust, I don't have. But I also must tell you that while we have seen a, a rise from Nikki Haley, and I discussed it in, in uh, the commentary yesterday, which we'll put up uh, over at TonyCats.com. The chat room is open, by the way, at TonyCats.com. Come check it out. Be a part of what we're doing. Um, Nikki Haley has an audience. Nikki Haley has a growing group of people behind her. They see her as a fighter. Yes, some people want to argue, well, really, it's just media trying to prop her up. I think to some extent that that could be true. But just like they're propping her up, if she was the nominee, they'll tear her down. And I would argue that media would rather have Trump as the nominee than Nikki Haley as the nominee because they think Trump is an easier beat. Which is weird because the Democratic Party doesn't think that way regarding Biden. And that's why they're being so open about replacing Biden on the ticket. It's, it's pretty fascinating how this is going back and forth. I think Nikki Haley has done a good job in the debates. Not perfect. I think there is a little too much whining going on. Oh, Tony, that's because she's a woman. If you say to Vivek Ramaswamy when speaking about your 24-year-old daughter, keep her name out of your mouth or out of your voice, that's not the right answer. That's a whiny answer. The answer is Vivek, Vivek, it's clear you don't know many things. It's okay, you're a child. She's 24. She's going to make her own decisions. And there will be things we disagree about. It is a legal product in the United States. I don't think she should use it. She thinks she should. Now our question is how we go about dealing with the country. That's our question here. This is about the safety and security of the nation. So as a nation, if we decide, hey, we're not using TikTok anymore, well then, that's the answer. And I don't believe we should, and I have made my case. As you will learn when you have children, sometimes they don't always listen to you. You try to make the compelling argument. Now maybe you're a really dictatorial guy at home, Vivek. I don't, I don't wanna know how you live. But I think it's weird that you bring up people's children. Just saying. Weird. Right? There's an answer. Without having done much preparation on it, there's an answer of how it could have been handled. I don't think she handled that well. But she has handled other things, like, for example, abortion, very, very well.
And I have always given her this credence, this possibility, until yesterday. The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's the story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. She's on Fox News. I think she's talking to, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, I can, I can picture her. Oh, I can't remember right now. Oh, what is her name? Harris Faulkner. My gosh, I couldn't remember Harris's name. I apologize. And she's talking about social media. And this was the commentary that made me say, yeah, yeah, no. When I get into office, the first thing we have to do, social media accounts, social media companies, they have to show America their algorithms. Let us see why they're pushing what they're pushing. The second thing is every person on social media should be verified by their name. That's, first of all, it's a national security threat. When you do that, all of a sudden people have to stand by what they say and it gets rid of the Russian bots, the Iranian bots, and the Chinese bots. And then you're gonna get some civility when people know their name is next to what they say. Accountability. And they know their pastor and their family member's gonna see it. It's gonna help our kids and it's gonna help our country. If you want to argue that algorithms should be made available, I'm not quite sure where the answer is on that. I would talk to some people within the tech world and give me the pluses and minuses and we could discuss it out. You're not allowed to have a pseudonym. You're not allowed to have a nom de plume. You can't have a nom de plume. Can I ask then how the Federalist Papers got printed if you're not allowed to have a stage name? Ambassador Haley, are you out of your holy damn mind? Americans aren't allowed to post something anonymously? If you want to talk about getting rid of Chinese, Russian, and Iranian bots, I'm all for it. American citizens have to use their name? They're not allowed to have an anonymous account? Um, no. You're wrong. The people who agree with you are wrong. That's nuts. That's not American. That's dictatorial craziness. That's disqualifying. Ambassador Haley, disqualifying. That's not looking out for the best interest of Americans. Now, when they post something and their name's next to it, are you going to decide whether or not that's a criminal act as well? They got to register their name. That's basically what you're saying. Ooh. Methinks uh, y- you don't uh, value free speech the way you say you do. Well, it's cowardly if you don't use your name. Oh, oh well, that very well may be true. But you don't have to use your name. You don't have to use your name. That's nuts. She's just wrong. And she should have to deal with the consequences of those actions, which is, sorry, I don't think you're ready for prime time. That's how gross I find that statement. By the way, I can't figure out what a good deal is on a, on a Black Friday TV at all. I, I have no idea what I'm buying anymore. I... Do, do I need OLED? Can I just do LED? What is UHD? I, it's more than I can handle. 
I thought trying to figure out the Rolex market was difficult. This is insane. Criminally insane. Tony Katz. <laughs> 90, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Um, because it's like, like the only thing I know is that there are certain brands that are through and through uh, Chinese made that I'm not buying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting that. But like 75 inch TVs are 500 bucks. I, what do you? Which one is which? What is what? Do I need the latest and the greatest? Does it even matter? I cannot, cannot keep up. Madness. So I'm gonna have to get one of everything in a Coke to go. I think. I think that that's that's where we are. I think that's it. You 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 can tell me uh, what you think. We'll get into that uh, another time. This is Lawrence, Massachusetts, where officials are looking into allegations of possible voter fraud, which is amazing because I am told voter fraud never ever 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 happens ever. <laughs> So a guy walks into his polling place and says, I am here to vote. And they say, huh, that's weird. You've already voted. And the guy was like, yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And uh, they were like, well, you can't vote twice. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So, um... They checked uh, the camera footage, and then they contacted the police, and now they're looking into allegations of potential voter fraud. Now, there's other conversations going on about the possibility of stolen ballots. Video showing a woman allegedly, I, I need that too. If uh, uh, if you could, Producer Jonathan, could you find me Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny saying allegedly? I think you found it before. For some reason, I don't have it uh, here. I don't, I, don't, I don't have it in my list. Um, stealing ballots from a mailbox. Tell me more about how voter fraud doesn't happen. Of course it happens. And as we've been saying on this program for, I don't know, I've been here how long? Uh, a million years? Um, the idea of mail-in balloting creates the opportunity for more fraud. It doesn't make things better. It doesn't make things safer. It creates the opportunity for more fraud. That's what it does. And the people who support this support the idea of fraud and stealing elections. It's who they are. It's what they do. It's what they're doing. End of list. Not because I said so, but because the data shows us so. Yes, it happens. Yes, it's a problem. And yes, the only way to fix it. The only way to fix it is to stop allowing it. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. So it's a one-two punch, literally, involving Senator Mark Wayne Mullins and Congressman Kevin McCarthy, former Speaker of the House. It's the weirdest. So, so the first story is that Representative Tim Burchett 
Me, I'm Tony Katz, by the way. 93 WIBC. Good morning. The chat room is open. Just go to TonyKatz.com and join on in. Love to see it. Burchett claims that he was doing an interview with a reporter from NPR. And Kevin McCarthy walked by and punched him in the kidneys. And apparently had a bit of a dust-up in the hallways himself with Kevin McCarthy. And I have Congressman Burchett with us here right now. So, Congressman, explain to us what happened with you and Kevin McCarthy. Well, I was doing an interview um, with um, Claudia from NPR, uh, a lovely lady, and she was asking me a question. And, and at that time, I uh, got elbowed in the back, and it kind of caught me off guard because it was a clean shot to the kidneys. And I turned back, and there was there was Kevin. And... Um, and I, I, for a minute, I was kind of, what the heck just happened? And then I, um, you know, I, I chased after him. Of course, he's a, as I've stated many times, he's a, he's a bully with 17 million dollars in a security detail. You know, he's the type of guy that, when you're a kid, would throw a rock over the fence and run home and hide behind his mama's skirt. And he just, you know, he, he, uh, from behind that kind of stuff. It, you know, that's not the way we handle things in East Tennessee. We, we if we have a problem with somebody, I'm gonna look him in the eye. And, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. Kevin McCarthy's like, what? Me? I didn't do anything. So I'm walking out. You can talk to Bruce Westman. Because I actually called him after you guys reported something. I said, did I hit somebody? Bruce Westman and I were walking out. And I guess a reporter was interviewing Burchard or something. I guess our shoulders hit. Because Burchard runs up to me and I didn't know what he was talking about. Some reporters asked me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not hit and punch him. I did not shoot anything like that. You didn't shove him. No. I, we're walking through. You, you were at HC5, right? You guys line up along the way there. It was Bruce Wester and I walking out. He must have been interviewing someone. I didn't know it was him or something. I guess our elbows hit as I walked by. I didn't punch anybody. Did he but, but, no. Yeah, well, he, I guess it happened because when I was walking back further, I don't say somebody was interviewing me or talking to me, and he comes running up like, why, why, why did you hit me or something like that? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even know something transpired. But reporters who witnessed this said it looked like you, yeah. there was plenty of room for you to walk, and then you intentionally hit him. There is, okay, not a place. Show me a reporter who saw that. Ask Claudia Bruce Westerman. Okay, well, ask Bruce Westerman. No, I did not go up. If I, hit, if I would hit somebody, they would know I hit. Now, if Kevin McCarthy hit you, would you know you were hit? I mean, what a line. But the idea that, um, uh, you know, uh, show me a reporter who saw this happen. And Claudia Kinney from NPR was there. Well, yeah, she saw it. He's like, oh, no. What happens? I don't know. I don't have an answer. But, man, they really don't like Kevin McCarthy. Is Kevin McCarthy the kind of guy who just walks up to somebody and punches him? Um. I, I, I didn't I didn't know that was the case. I had no idea that was the case, but maybe that's the case. That's only one story that's completely insane that took place yesterday. The other one is with uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen in a back and forth with uh, the leader of the Teamsters. Now, as with all these union guys, you want to talk about a, a a a bunch of jerks? There you go. Oh, so tough. Well, one of these guys had talked smack about Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, 
So Mark Wayne Mullen in a Senate hearing is like, so uh, are we going to go or what? Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company. Myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your solution? Every poll. To which Senator Mullen stands up. Now, if you've never seen Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, Senator Mullen is a large dude. Senator Mullen and Matt Baer trade workout tips. He stands up, and Bernie Sanders, who chairs this committee, is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You do sit, you're a senator. Is that your solution, every poll? No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Jim. it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. The, the fact that this union leader is a putz, and he said anytime, any place, and you're like, okay, now. Well, good for you. But in the hearing? Is this the message you want to send? How does this play? What, the politics don't matter? You've got Democrats in 47 levels of hell. We're doing this. Oh, what a day. Just a day in the life in 2023.